right, welcome to High Flyer TV. This is Sergeant Kendrick back with another episode. Before we get started, I do want to let you all know the opinions and ideas shared on this platform are strictly ours and not the ideas or values or opinions of the 338th Recruiting Squadron. Today we have Sergeant Schlickemeyer from Sea Flight, one of the veterans there. Um, you know, he's been doing some great things and today he's going to talk about uh, uh, controlling initial appointments and give some tips to all the recruiters out there so that way you're maximizing your time throughout your day okay so without further ado we'll, we'll get started so how you doing Sergeant Slickemeyer? I'm doing good Sergeant Kendrick how about yourself? I'm doing good it's been a busy week um, but I'm glad it's Friday thank God it's Friday. All right Whew. got to that weekend yeah got any fun plans for the weekend? Uh, Not really um School work, you know, I started uh, school again, so we're doing some of that. And I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, right, and cleaning the garage. There you go. <laughs> it's nice, though. That'd be nice, too. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, you know, tell me about your week, man. Have you had any appointments? Uh, yeah, uh, I had an initial appointment yesterday. Um, it went well. Um, so, I mean, just starting with that, I know uh, the topic is, is controlling uh, the flow of the initial appointments and kind of making sure that we're um, – setting the applicant up for success on that side of it with making sure they're, they're doing what we're asking us to do. Kind of, I wouldn't say like controlling them being like a puppet master, but making sure that they're doing the things that they need to do to be successful in the process. Um, so like for me, I a hundred percent believe it starts from that initial contact, right? Um, if you, if someone reaches out to you for however way, um, and saying, Hey, I'm, I'm want to come in for an appointment. I want to start setting this stuff up. Well, if you're like, yeah, man, I got some time Friday, come on in, right? When are they going to come in? When are they, you know, if you're setting that example, like, hey, all right, cool. I have a time at two o'clock Friday afternoon, right? Make sure you bring your, your, all your documents, right? Everything you need, you know, if they need medical stuff, make sure they're bringing that too. Um, you know, law violations, stuff for a waiver, whatever it is, making sure they're successful from that moment they walk in the door. So you can be successful to make sure they go to the next step, right? Um, so I, I harp on that a lot with making sure they have everything they need when they come to the door. If not, be like, all right, man, you have until, you know, Friday next week to get all your medical documents. Okay. Once you have them, all right, I'm going to check up with you on Friday. If you have them, we'll send an appointment for the next, the next week. Make sure you're good to have everything. Um, stuff like that. Cause you, you don't want them to come in, waste your time for 30 minutes to an hour and you can't do anything for a week because you don't have their medical docs or they, they have, they don't have a social or something like that, something that's super minor. Um, but unfortunately, you can't go to the next process and then the next step, right, until you get that. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, I, I think, and even speaking on that point with pre-appointment planning, I think that's one of the, the, the lost parts of uh, doing your appointment is making sure, like Sergeant Sligamar is saying, is that, you know, you have all of the necessary items to host the appointment. Because if not, then you're, you're kind of, you know, doing things, kind of wasting your time at that point. So birth certificates, social security cards, driver's license, making sure they actually have a state issued ID or license and not a school ID is, um, those are things you wanna make sure you have. And, and if they don't have them, you cannot be shy and, and still wanna host anyway. You know, let them know, hey, I'm gonna have to meet with you when you have these items, okay? So that's good, that's a good point. So once you get that stuff done, is there anything else you do in your pre-appointment planning like to help with your appointment? Um, yeah, so uh, like most of the time, it's probably like 90% of the time, I pre-qual people over text um, just so I have it there to reference if I need to. 
Um, but then once they come in the office, I fill out uh, like prequal sheet, right? Write everything down, um, go through the questions again. So I have, I try to fill out as much as I can, right? Like I know their birth date's not going to change. I know their, you know, marriage status, all that stuff. So the questions that I know aren't going to change, I write those in, but then I go through, it's like, Hey, what's, you know, have you used any drugs, you know, any marijuana, you know, that face-to-face conversation that's can easily change to a yes compared to a no over a text where, you know, they're like, ah, no, I haven't. So those questions I ask again, medical questions, all that kind of stuff to make sure we got everything. So I set that out on my desk um, with my pen ready to go. Um, I also print out a, a packet of, uh, it's, it's two, pe- two pieces of paper um, front and back. Um, one's going over like the benefits of uh, your life as an airman compared to your life as a civilian. So like in the topic of like vacation, it says that, hey, as an airman, you get 30 days of vacation. As a civilian, usually you get about two weeks. So it just kind of differs, right? It lets like kind of solidifies all that stuff. And then it goes a step-by-step process of, Hey, from the initial appointment all the way down to when you go to your first duty station, what's the steps and the timelines of how it should be. Um, and then a, a breakdown of the pay. So like, and the four and six years pay and what's the benefit to that, how much you're gonna be making. And then the last one's like a little study tip of uh, the ASVAB and what the ASVAB goes over, breaks it all down. So I have that now, I'll have that all set out. Um, now we have that MEPS questionnaire um, that we have to do before. So I have that set out too. Um, and then, so I have everything kind of set up, ready to go. And even like, uh, I have a bag, you know, that we all give out the goodies, you know, uh, a lanyard, water bottle, whatever it is, right? So I had that set up too, um, just ready to go. Like, so I don't have to go run into the back, make a bag, all that kind of stuff. I just have it right there. Um, and so that's kind of what I set up and make sure my desk looks kind of clean. Cause usually when I'm working, it's a mess, right? There's papers everywhere, you know, there, you know, I got a coffee cup, my water bottle, all that stuff all everywhere. Um, so I try to make it a little bit cleaner and then have that set up, um, you know, uh, just, just to make sure that they're comfortable too. Uh, oh, and I always have music playing in my office. So I always got to make sure that I, uh, maybe change it to something a little bit more appropriate every once in a while. Um, cause I've had that happen where I've had, you know, like a, a female and her mom in here and I'm like, Oh, Hey, wait, Alexa pause, you know, like, <laughs> or something like that. So, um, you know, things like that, you just don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to, you know, set it up like you're, um, you're not professional, right? Um, you're organized and all that stuff. So that's kind of what my pre-planning appointment always does until um, I get them, until they actually sit down in the chair. Yeah, and would you say, so you're doing all this stuff to save yourself time, right? You're trying to be as efficient as possible because, you know, I, I've always thought that, you, you know, I want to meet with people for appointments that are um, like 80 to 90% sold already. I feel like those are, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for an appointment where individuals are already informed on the process. Um, They already have the documents they need to show why this is a good option. So that way you're not doing as much selling, Um, even though that you're, even though you're trained to do that, it does make it a lot easier. And you're right. Being professional is, is a big thing. I mean, making sure when you, when you, when you greet individuals, you know, greet them, you know, offer them water if you have that. Mm-hmm. Things like that will definitely set the tone, and that's going to help you sell. Sometimes you don't even have to sell the Air Force that much; just they like you because you're, you know, a professional, polite person. So that's good. And I'm glad you got Alexa because um, that's yeah. pretty fancy right there, You're making the Air Force look good. Alexa Paul, I know, right? I'm the only one. Man, I, so I don't know if you go to any of the other offices, um, you know, other branch offices in your building too, but man, they're never playing music. They're never having fun. Me and my office partner, our music's always playing. We always got something going on. So 
um, I think, we, you know, if you're, you're having fun, man, you can do good. So we always like to keep it kind of light up in here. Definitely. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with that. So and, go ahead. and with that, too, I mean, uh, having music, I always ask the applicant, like, hey, you know, what kind of music do you like to listen to? That's kind of like my icebreaker, um, you know, getting that rapport. Like, hey, well, you know, what have you been doing for fun lately? Oh, I'm, you know, going to school. I mean, I said fun. You know, what are you doing for fun, right? I know you're going to school and you're fun. And then I always ask them, like, you know, what, what kind of music do you like to listen to? And they'll, they'll say, you know, I don't know, or anything. It doesn't really matter. I was like, well, what would you listen to on the way over here? So I'll play it usually if it's, you know, appropriate, right? Um, so, so I'll play it. And kind of like I think it sets the tone for them to be a little bit more relaxed. They're, they're not sitting up all the tight. You know, they kind of sit back in the chair. You know, and they start opening up a little bit more, um, building that trust from the beginning with that. So it does help as well. Um, you know, with uh, everyone being relaxed and, you know, having a, a decent time while I'm asking them a thousand questions, trying to probe them and all that stuff. So. Yeah, definitely. That's nice. Um, uh, do you ask the parents what type of music they like to, but it's like some old stuff. You're like, man, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, now it's getting up that age, man. I'm 31. Uh, so actually I'll be 31 in uh, next month. So, um, yeah, it's sometimes it's the same music, honestly. Right. <laughs> and you surprised, man. I asked some of my applicants, you know, who are 18, 19, 20 years old, and they, they want to play some 80s music that was on before I was even born. So, I mean, like, and I'm all about it, you know, plus some, some classic rock or anything like that. Um, so, it just, everyone's different, man. So, it, it's, sometimes it surprises me. And that's what makes it fun, too, right? Man, I've never heard this person before, this band or whatever, so. Yeah, speaking of rapport, you know, I've always thought that rapport – um, should be conducted and done throughout the appointment. You know, there is a specific point in impact where it's supposed to happen, but I think that's just to make sure that it happens. But do you agree that rapport is something that throughout the appointment you should be throwing tidbits and, you know, making it a more, uh, you know, relatable experience with the person, maybe making jokes and kind of getting to know them throughout? Yes. I mean, I knew you, you have that, that lull in between something when you're doing, right? When you're, you know, trying to, um, you know, get them to a PIR status in, in AFRIS, right? You got to click a thousand buttons. You got to hit, you know, another follow-up. So like those breaks and, and when you're, you're actually going through and, and doing stuff, um, I always like to joke with them and, and ask them questions and you know, get to know more about them. Um, and then plus, you know, when they're saying that they want something out of the Air Force, it's really easy to tie it back into something if it was something that you wanted or something you're doing personal, right? Like, um, Someone's like, oh, I really like to play football. You know, I've been doing it all through high school. I really like to you know, stay active in sports. Oh, awesome, man. Well, you know, I played flag football my whole um, Air Force career. And, you know, I played high school football and all that kind of stuff too. So, man, I, I get what you're wanting to do. And you can definitely do that. So things like that, it's not just you're, you're building that rapport with them for something that they like doing that you like doing as well and showing them how they can continue to do that stuff. So. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think – you know, like what you're saying is is key because a lot. I think a lot of times, especially when as a new recruiter, you're so focused on on impact and making sure you're pulling out these needs and want wants that you you forget to realize that what you're selling is yourself. So relating to them and actually making the appointment just a conversation is really what's going to sell them. And I think that that's that's the goal that we all should be striving to get to to make these appointments so natural to where you're literally just having a conversation, but you're actually jotting down what you're hearing from this conversation or remembering it, you know? Yeah, I mean, that was one thing, especially that, like, um, you know, when you get through, um, you know, all the, the investigate, the meet, all, you know, all that stuff, 
um, you get down to the probing, right? Um, you're just, you're just having that conversation, you know, trying to make it natural. Um, you know, I used to try to, you know, like in tech school, how they're like, you can't, you gotta, you gotta try to find out what they want without directly asking them what they want. I, ask like hey man what are you looking to get out of here <laughs> right. right like i don't want to sit and dance around the thing and nine times out of ten you know they'll they'll give you an answer straight up like oh i really want to travel the world like i've never been able to leave home i've never been able to leave kentucky or indiana or whatever and i want to do that you know and so then you just easily build up on that and ask the probing questions you know the three deep or whatever um but i used to write everything down too like notes and everything you know um trying to remember everything also um but now it's just easier right to do that i don't write down everything usually i just write down like the solid things like you know traveling um and then i always ask him like hey what's if you can go anywhere in the world where would you want to go like, you know what's your number one place and they'll be like uh hawaii i'm like all right i'll write down hawaii you know that's your number one place um so then go through that like you know solid things that you want to harp on later on right when you're um doing that that convince and or apply step right um and going through it so things that you can just really quick look at your sheet, but you don't have to write down every word they said. Um, Cause that is what I did from the beginning. Cause that's what I was pretty much taught to do in tech school, right? Is record everything because you want to go back and say it all again. But if you're more focused on the conversation rather than writing down and making those notes, you're going to remember a lot more of that conversation and you're going to make it more fluid and more natural rather than you flipping over your pre-call sheet and they'd be like, all right, they want to travel. And then they wanted to go to Hawaii because they never left Indiana. You know, if you go through that, you know, it's, it's just really unnatural and really blocky when you're trying to, you know, give that back to them, you know, tell them, Hey, you can leave, right. You can go, you can go to Hawaii. You can go all over the world. You know, these are the places I've been, things like that. Um, I think it just comes with time and practice, but if you will, if you stay strict to that, or if you stay with that strict process, it's going to stay strict for a long time. Good. Yeah. So, you know, and, and that's, you know, this episode was really hopefully to teach some folks about making sure you're managing your time effectively, doing those pre-appointment uh, uh, things you need to do to make sure when people come into your appointment, you're not spending extra time doing those things that should have been done prior. And like Sergeant mm -hmm. Slickermeyer said, staying, staying strict. So, you know, and I, I think this topic is very so important that we're going to make this a series Okay, so um, I'm trying to keep these uh, shorter to keep everybody's attention. So uh, we're gonna wrap it up, you know, today, but hopefully you learn some things about controlling appointments and making sure that you're using your time effectively. Uh, thank you, Sergeant Slickermeyer. Um, and thank nice you, mustache. Thanks for having me. My, nice mustache, by the way. Uh, thank you. Uh, we only got a few more days left. All right, I'm guarantee you I'm gonna win the Booster Club uh, prize for whatever it is. Because so. nobody else. <laughs> and I don't know. No one in my flight's doing it, so I haven't seen anybody else. Yeah, yeah, you probably gonna win, man. Unless somebody pops up out of nowhere with a with a sweet know, mustache. Right? Yeah. I've been grooming it really nice for the last twenty six days. Okay, combing, combing it out. Yep. All right, that, that mustache oil or whatever. <laughs> I didn't know they. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been High Fire TV, where we report the real on recruiting.